This is false and defamatory, the impact of defamation and weaponized social media. Trigger warning, this podcast discusses topics related to emotional abuse, gaslighting, verbal abuse, threatening language, cyberbullying, intimidation tactics, and thoughts of self-harm which may be triggering for some listeners. The content includes descriptions of manipulative behavior, psychological distress, body shaming, online harassment, and other forms of abusive behavior and emotional trauma. Please take care of yourself and consider your mental and emotional state before listening. If you need support or someone to talk to, please seek help from a trusted friend, family member, or mental health professional. Thank you for listening. We are now in January of 2021, and now we are on January the 14th. The defendant had made several posts saying that she wishes she could tell everybody what was going on despite the fact that she had also made so many posts almost every day telling people what was going on. So on this day, she did a live video where she tells her followers that I'm suing her. Okay, listen, for everybody who tells me like, well, just get those people out of your life. Don't talk about them anymore. Guys, I would love to. Here's the problem. Crystal is currently suing me for a million dollars. And the complaint that she says is that Oh man, I can't even say. Okay, so not all this stuff, that would be logical. Like maybe you thought you didn't do it, so you'd sue me for it, especially since I definitely said, if you didn't do it, why didn't you sue me? Okay, nope. Um, she said that in March of 2020, and this is all public record, so. Uh, she said in March of 2020, I defamed her because I told all of my insiders that she's not a size 16 and she's a size 12, which was also true at the time. Um. I'm not sure her current sizing, but I don't think it's, I don't know that it's technically spec to be a 16 at this point. But remember in the insider page last year, she had made a post about the jeans, these brand new jeans that we got. And she told everybody she had to size like two sizes up. So of course the whole world freaks out. And they're like, oh my God, none of the jeans are gonna fit me. 135 comments. And I was like, what the heck? What's wrong with y'all? Why are y'all freaking out? And of course underneath it, it's still everybody posted and said, thank you for clarifying this because I was definitely disheartened. I definitely thought that I wasn't gonna be able to fit the jeans. And I wrote a very long post that I didn't want to write. Oh, cause that's, nobody wants to talk about like, I, I make it my life's mission to make curvy girls feel good. That you could tell it in my post, you know it if you know me. And it wasn't a fun post to write, but also I don't want everybody freaking out. You guys trust me with your hard earned paychecks and I surely do not want you guys to think that I'm trying to pull one over. I know nobody ever thinks that, but still. um, I don't want anybody to ever think I'm trying to do something shady or anything like that. But the information that she had given everybody wasn't correct and it was causing panic. And so instead of inciting panic or at least telling me about what's going on that you're gonna post, this i i know why the post was made and it was all part of this broader picture um, but i mean it did what it served the purpose that i think she intended it definitely made people very very freaked out about the denim so i went back on there and told everybody hey guys i hate to make this post i'll show you guys the post we have it and i wonder sometimes does she not think i had that 
I don't know. I shouldn't talk in third person since I know you're watching. So yeah, it's kind of gross to be like dealing with the stuff with my dad, dealing with the stuff with my business, trying to get my business back together, um, trying to look at all the crazy things that we're finding out now that happened to my business because of all this. And just processing the fact that I'm like lost two people that I thought were very close to me because they were involved in some crazy stuff, you know, some awful, awful stuff. I literally would not wish on my worst enemy. And you know, my dad's really sick. But on top of that, the day before Thanksgiving, I got served with a million dollar lawsuit. And not because anything I said about this, just because I said in March of 2020, literally go read the complaint, it's live. It's on the internet, I'm sure. Which is funny because she found all my divorce records. She found all these things about me, but she hadn't once posted. I actually think someone under the same username that she has already confirmed was hers said, isn't suing her no she's not so let me be clear she's not suing me maybe she will one day i doubt it because she knows mama ain't quitting i'm telling the truth and i will literally sell this house and take my million dollar equity and make sure that the entire world knows the truth about every single detail that has happened to me i told my attorney that i'm sure he's just seeing dollar signs dance in his head at night because I told him, I will sell everything I own for $10. I'll sell this house. I'll sell my car. I'll sell everything I own to prove I'm not lying. That I would never in my life say something like this if I was... I would never... If I did not have concrete proof, I would never, ever, ever say... Y'all, I literally said on the live video two weeks after she was gone that she was like the smartest person I knew. Because I had no idea. I'm an idiot. I really didn't know. But just like the day she left when she told people, you're going to hear things about me. Uh, let me tell you the exact words because I don't want to add any extra words. You're going to hear things about me after I leave, but you need to remember the crystal that you know and not the crystal that she's telling you I am. But I, she said that September 2nd. I definitely was still trying to go over her house the whole month because I had no idea. So if you want the tea, guys, there it is. That's the real truth. And you know why it's okay to tell the truth? Because you cannot get in trouble for telling the truth. You can't. It doesn't matter what, however you, like whatever words you want to say, as long as those words are true and correct, they're not defamatory, because they're true. So, what you should have done is prayed, because that's what's gonna need to happen. But also, in all this, the worst part is, I did lose like my best friend in the whole world. That was no duh. I'm very sad about it. I'm not obsessed with her, like she always said, like, oh, freaking stupid always says I am. Sorry, that would be you. But also, you know that I would not have put this much on the line if I wasn't telling the truth. So you can go get, listen, if you're, how do you even find the words? The crazy thing is like, it's like you're watching this story happen and you know what the end is and you're just like, what are you doing? Like, that's so stupid. Like I would have just apologized and walked away. That's what I would have done. And instead you want to drag it out. But honey, you will not, in a time like this, you will not jeopardize my business. So if y'all want to know why I talk about it so much, because I have to keep working because I have to pay thousands of dollars for an attorney. I pay thousands of dollars for my dad's insurance every month. I can't not work, okay? But just like I dropped off my insurance invoice to the police station, who's ever had to bring an insurance invoice to the police station? Well, when somebody says, well, case, why don't you why don't you try that first? And I was like, nope, nope, nope. I'm not worried about it. I'm not trying to get any money out of this. I don't want to see a dollar. I don't. I'm telling the truth. And honestly, what I care about most, I asked my attorney yesterday, how can I make sure this never happens to anybody else again? Because I'm apparently not the first. And um, you know what he told me? I can't. He said, you cannot. And you can't even try to do that or like focus on that because it's going to make you spin your wheels for a fruitful cause. It will never come to fruition 
Like you have no control over how other people act. So instead, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna tell the truth. Get me in front of a judge with 12 people. I don't care their race. I don't care how old they are. I don't care who they voted for. You get me through in front of 12 Biden voters and you tell me, I can tell you the facts of what happened and you tell me where I was wrong. You tell me when I was supposed to know that this had been going on for years. You tell me how would I have ever have known? I didn't know. So, but then to add that extra layer, let me tell you what, I hope you get in so much, I hope you learn your lesson for doing this to somebody, A, in this time of my life but be when you know that I did nothing wrong and that you are the person that is doing this to me I hope I don't care who whether it's the police or Jesus one of them it will happen and I will hold my breath until it's done and I guarantee you I won't ever run out of air anyways so my attorney told me probably don't want to talk about it much on social media <laughs> here I am but he did say you can say anything that's true and we can prove everything I've said so far so line up sis you bring it my little army you called yesterday she said my followers are a bunch of fat girls like, are you nuts? Shame on your for saying that. God, oh, oh, it's just disgusting. God. And do you not think in this technology world, do you think that it would be so, even if I didn't have a subpoena search warrant and all those things, do you think that it would be not hard for any random person to figure out what's going on here? I understand how bad this looks for Gomi. I do. It looks really bad to have for it to look like it's not just some place where people can go vent their frustrations about some influencer they don't like. No, it, I know it looks really bad to, to show that somebody has been like that sought out someone and had posted about them for years before they knew them. I understand. I know how bad that looks. Also, not my problem. I didn't do that. So there's the tea, guys, on your whatever day it is. <laughs> like, why are you calling people fat? Like, that's so stupid. <laughs> like, I'm fat too. Look at my little fat roll. <laughs> Go ahead and make fun of my belly. It doesn't hurt my feelings because I don't have to tell anybody to collaborate with my story. I don't have to tell anybody, okay, this is what you say. I don't. I just say, what is the truth, Jesus? Okay, here you go. Here's the thing. When she met me, I was sad. I was broken. I was, oh, I was at the pit of despair. That is what it was. I was so pathetic is the word. But when I told somebody after all this uh, first came out, I said the worst thing I can say, like the worst, I guess like not put down, but like the worst, the biggest insult is just to say you are stupid. Like there's no better word to describe the situation other than you are stupid and you must have underestimated the power of my will because I, mm -mm, you know, I, mama don't play. You tell the truth. You could tell everything I've ever done poorly. Oh, you can. I don't care. I, I'll say it to my church congregation. I know the worst things I've ever done in my life and I'm okay. Give me my text messages back and we can just read every text I've ever sent and that'll tell you everything you need to know about me. You know, <laughs> don't worry. You'll have to do it either way. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. Uh, I'm not sad about it. It sucks that I have to spend thousands of dollars on an attorney uh, to defend myself, but I've already let him know that I am fully prepared to take all my warehouse sale money, because I already got money for market. I already told you that the other day. All my warehouse sale money is going into a big fat fund called attorney fees. And then after this is done, I'm going to make sure that this does not happen to anybody for as long as I can help it. And I will never be afraid again to say the name of my company. I'm going to shout it from the rooftops. I'm, I'm the owner of and we are a women's clothing company that not only sells clothing and solves women's problems, but we create a community environment by, by introducing like-minded women to each other and fostering a community environment of love and fellowship. And whether you love Jesus or not, I hope you find someone worth living for. So that's who I am. Nice to meet you. And if you need a discount code, you can try OMG15. 
felony probably works too. But yeah, that's what's going on. And it sucks. I mean, God, there's nothing worse than having to pay somebody like $400 an hour for them to tell you something you already know. But at the same time, it's worth it because I, guys, nothing happens for me easy. I'm like, okay. Would you want to follow me all day long if everything in my life was sunshine and rainbows? No. So maybe I do get it. I used to tell her like, I don't know why people want to follow me. I don't know. Like I was so pathetic and worthless and I felt so unworthy. I don't feel like that anymore. And that's the sad part. Other than that, let's go. We could do it. Get your get your checkbook ready, girl. Because if you think for two seconds, I'm gonna let. Here's the deal. I uh, I had to sue my interior designer last year because she definitely did not finish her contractual obligations. But I ended up just letting it go because my dad got cancer. And to me, that's way more important than $20,000. And I'm thankful that I can even say those words out loud, you know, because I, I, I'm not rich at all, but God does provide. But for you to think that I would just lay down and take it, not happening. For you to think that I just am going to eventually quit, not happening. I didn't do these things. So I didn't do, I'd never have said a terse word to you ever literally even the post that I made in March which I will gladly post on my Instagram so everybody can see what I'm talking about I wasn't I that you know that like broke my heart and I texted you right after that to say I'm so sorry if that hurt your feelings you know that wasn't my intention I just had to clear things up I have that text message too I even have the return one where you said I love you so much thank you so much for letting me help you that did hurt my feelings but I understand that you didn't mean it to be mean and you were just trying to tell them the truth except for you should have that text message too sissy right that's the thing about the truth it never changes you can screenshot it you can color it purple you can buy it a bow and a pig and take it to the mall and whatever you want to do with it and it's still the truth and it's never going to change and that's where we're at so hope that clears up some of your questions guys please get me in front of the judge please please i would love to talk to somebody who has some kind of power to stop you from being ugly and i don't care if you write about me for the rest of your life let me be clear you can continue to say whatever you want it does not i promise you i do not feel like i'm going to commit suicide anymore i do not feel like i'm unworthy i i did i definitely did you got god what would you have done if i would have killed myself what would you have done oh god that does get a lump in my throat that does make a lump i'm not crying today either hold on no you are worthy and strong and truthful keep going but what would you have done? What would you have done? I don't know. Not for me to figure out. Not for me to figure out at all. The fact is, I'm not lying. I never have said an ugly word. I've never had an issue. I've never been angry. I've never anything. Like a week before she left, she came and sat in my office and she said, you're too pretty. You're not relatable. And your house is never going to be your bread and butter. And I just thought, why is she saying that stuff to me? That's so weird. Like she never talks like that. But it was like, it was a week before. And now it all makes sense. But I'll tell you, it was a long two months that I didn't know anything. <laughs> Looking like an idiot saying I'm going to go check on her at her house. God. <laughs> What if I would have gone over there? Holy cow. Oh my God. You know, I found out November 6th that she told my staff that if they, if after she left, they were going to say that she, they would hear things about bad things about her. And I'm just like, hold on. But what happened when y'all didn't hear no bad things? How come y'all didn't say something? Because they sure didn't. I was like, oh yeah, guys. And I definitely have those text messages that I sent two days later saying, oh, I think she just walked out because she thought I was going to let her go. So if I have all of that, why would you still like press on? It's like, I don't know if your mom or your husband told you, like, if you didn't do anything, Crystal, why not sue her back? Or not even sue her back because I didn't sue you. I pressed criminal charges because I don't care about money. I care about a mugshot, sis. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like my attorney already told me, you're never gonna see, you're gonna see a judgment, but you're never gonna see a dollar. And I'm totally fine with that. 
But if in some cir crazy circumstance you happen to win $750 million lawsuit or lottery this week and, you know, you end up having to pay for my trash castle, I mean, it won't be the worst thing in the world. But let me just tell you, I will be giving 10% of that to my church and probably another 10% of that to my Instagram followers because that's what I like to do. I just think this is just the most bananas situation. And we have been asked to talk to the media about it. And I have told the police that too. Cause I, I don't have no interest in doing that right now. And... They, ha they asked me to, like, could you just not talk to the media right now? Um, no. The, no, the blonde-haired girl was, and she was, like, my little sister best friend. Like, the person I was definitely the most loyal to in my entire life. Like, I definitely liked her more than my husband. Like, I'm ride or die, I would have moved mountains to make things okay for her. But I, I, I will, that will be the one time in my life where I have to learn that you must let people go. But my witness list is like 406 people. No joke, that's a lot. It's gonna take a lot of attorney time to go through all that, but it's there and I'll pay it. It won't just take a lot of attorney time on my side though, that's for sure. And I feel bad for the person that has to like represent someone in this kind of case. Cause it's like, you know that that person is not telling the truth. Like you have to know that, you know? And then you have to still defend them. I could not do that. I would be like, listen, I got to talk to y'all. But I don't know how all that works. So, and that's not my business or my concern. And one thing I've learned in my Boundaries for Leaders book that I'm on chapter 10 now, finally in the last chapter, it is so good, is that you cannot control the behaviors of other people, but you can control the duties that you set forth and the parameters in which they can grow. So you can't control everything and that's fine. Just sucks. It does tell you though, it did make me lose faith in humanity for a little bit, for sure. Honestly, even today to this day, I'm still like, dang, like you can be really good to people and then still be savages. And that's the only part that like still makes you cry sometimes is like the thinking about like, you know how hard life is for me right now? Like losing my marketing and my operations and uh, my dad's super sick. You know, like this is just the worst time. But listen, too much is given, much is required, sis. And this castle didn't build itself. So that's fine. But here's the deal. I don't worry about anything I said in this video because it's all true. You can screen record me and show it to an attorney and show it to your, show it to a judge. That's what I'd really like. You can show it to your attorney, but that's just going to rack up your dollars. I'd show it to a, a judge. You can do any of those things. I'm not lying. And I've never lied about anything that I've said this entire time. Nope, nope, nope. And I walked into the police station as two victims on November 6, 2020, and I have never spoken to her again after that. I'm not sure what she told them after I left, but I would imagine it's not so much of the same story after I walked out of the room. That's the only thing I can tell you that I know is a fact. But I will say this, there will be good that comes out of this. Mm, somehow, I don't know how, but somehow. I mean, I guess the good is that I already know what's going on and I'm okay with it. And now I can act like a redneck all I want and I have no fear at all because now I know that the person talking about me is you. It was so crazy too. I used to be like, I don't understand why they're so nice in my DMs. Like, I'm not joking. We cannot, no influencer can count your DMs because it doesn't show you on Instagram how many you have. But my box never doesn't say 99 plus and all my screens on general and in my primary box always, like for as long as you can scroll, have uh, brand new messages. And I only say that to tell you that there's a lot and I love it. Like I sit here at night for hours and just go back and forth with people in my DMs. It is literally the best. So I enjoyed that. And I don't want to let anybody else, especially someone who said that I'm not relatable. But don't underestimate my people. Like, that's so rude. And it's really rude to call people fat, especially considering. But that's so rude. Like, what's wrong with fat or skinny? You're still the same person on the inside. I just think that's like the worst thing. And you should definitely not call people names ever, number one. But 
Like, it doesn't throw anybody off from your scent because we already know, guys. But also, this is this whole situation has opened me up to being able to, like, hang out with and talk to people that they had kept me away from. You know, it's so weird because so many people said they isolated you or they, like, kept you away from everybody. And you don't realize it when you're going through that situation. But then you do afterwards. You're like, man, I definitely did not talk to my best, best friends. I definitely didn't talk to XYZ, all these people. Like, like they, oh God, I can't even tell you. And the situation, poor, she still talks about it and cries. It's so sad. Oh my gosh. They definitely try to make it look like it was her. Ugh, it's awful. But I just wonder now, like, if you're watching this, this is what I want to know. Number one, I told her a hundred times, like, if I show you who I am in every situation, like, show you through actions, when will you ever believe me or are you ever? But now, like, looking back, especially since she's always, like, posting your name on the blog, saying, like, oh, is it suing her? Oh, did call her couches nascar couches no she didn't and you know they didn't but the fact that you're like throwing her under the bus like that's not cool and for the like three people that are still friends with her on facebook like you understand that y'all aren't on the insider page from before this all happened because we already thought y'all were trolls so it's fine that you're friends with her because where do you think i got the idea from i don't pay attention to the insider page like that this is why i don't have no drama in my friendship circles because those hosts keep me straight for sure but i guess like it makes sense all things considered that this would be the agenda get what you can out of her but you ain't get nothing nope you can stop asking me if i have insurance policies that could pay for this because it's not happening i already called my insurance company and let them know what's going on they said not no hell no so save your attorney the question that he's already asked do i have an insurance policy yes are they gonna pay? No. I literally will call the news station. I'll call friggin' I'll call Jesus first. No. No, no, no. I'm not paying for something. I did not do anything wrong. I was never ugly. No. No. Here's the deal. The only thing this all teaches me is that I still have work to do. Clearly, I still have some good to bring in this world if people think that they can do things like this. I do really wanna know. Like, when did you flip? That's what I wanna know. Like, at what point? Was it April? Was it June? Was it told me that crystal snapped in march and that's when the denim situation happened but like i took her to get her eyebrows microbladed she was with me all the time telling me she loves me so much so if you snapped why did you get so angry about what number one number two why did you still be nice when we were talking to the police I told them no mom i had no idea that crystal hated her crystal was always really nice to her that's also on camera so can't get in trouble for saying that either because it's actually true it's on recording actually that's on audio and video so all that being said the smart thing would be to never have done this at all but we're way past that now we're at the point of i'm gonna pay forty thousand dollars that i don't have to defend myself it's fine you don't get that money back you don't get special rewards in heaven the crazy thing is you can sue somebody for anything you want for any reason you want um i definitely think that's kind of wild but okay that's fine you can sue somebody for whatever you want but you can't prove anything but the truth so let's do it. let's dance let's go let's go i'm even willing to take the angry call i'm gonna get from my attorney who's like will you shut your mouth no because here's the thing i didn't do anything and i think it's gross to do horrible things to somebody and then file a lawsuit against them about something that you think they did wrong almost a year ago that you never told them you thought 
awful or that it affected you in some kind of way. But also, if you're worth one million, sis, you should have thought about that real clear. Because if you're worth a million and I paid you $55,000 a year, let's just be frank here, then what am I worth? My salary is like 10 times that. So, see what I mean? Just saying. That's probably not a good number to pick. Anyways, that's all I got for today. Hope you guys enjoyed my TED Talk. Hope, uh, I don't know what I hope. I hope that you have a good day. I hope that you never do this to other people. My friends, I'm talking to you guys. Um, I hope that you guys know that just because something bad happens to you it doesn't have to change the trajectory of your life that when these things happen you can literally turn them into such good situations and i surely like i am so thankful that i have a purpose and a calling and a path now i know i want to talk to people about internet bullying about how not to commit suicide because if somebody's talking about you on the internet it could it's probably just one person with nine profiles or 17 profiles talking about you on the internet so i can't wait to talk to high school girls and tell them like i know it feels like you're at the end of your rope right now but sister there is light at the end of that tunnel you just got to keep going trust me because i was like i didn't care about my house i didn't care about anything i was like i can't take it anymore i didn't do these things i don't know why how are they saying things that are almost true like oh she looks horrible at marty b's and i saw her arguing with i did look horrible and i was at marty b's but i wasn't arguing with so where did that come from? I know now. Just don't let it get you down. I used to get so fired up and now I just don't. I really don't. So you have to be okay with whatever words you put out there. Just like I am with this video. I didn't say anything in this video that is untrue. So I'm okay with it being broadcasted on national scale or brought up in a courtroom. It's fine. Screen record all day long. I would say tell your friends, but we all know there's a deficiency in that department. Girl, they don't call me stubborn for nothing. I just told my Instagram friends that Chris will sue me for a million bucks. Oh. Cause like YOLO, I'm tired of keeping it a secret. And that's what I tell my attorney every day. Like I cannot, these people are my friends and I hate getting on here every day and acting like my life is freaking hunky-dory and I don't cry all the time. When this is the truth that's going on. I don't want to be like, hey guys, this is what's happening in my day. No, what's happening in my day is I had to talk to my attorney for four freaking hours and I had to pay a fortune for it. And it was really sad and I had to say all these things. Yeah, go buy this pretty shirt. No, I don't want to talk about clothes. Sometimes I want to be like, y'all are not going to freaking believe this stuff. But I told him the other day, like I can't, I can't not tell them i cannot i can't like they filed an injunction do you know what that is to make me shut up freedom of speech just like you got to talk about me for all those years on the internet and say these horrible things like my dad's a murderer and he should die and all those things freedom of speech except for my speech ain't lies what you can't say is she lies on her taxes when you know i told you in those text messages please do not do anything creative you can't say she pays her employees under the table when you know i will only pay an employee six hundred dollars through paypal other than that they have to be 1099 or in w2 like you know it ain't true so that's all i got friends anyways so that's what's going on so when y'all are like why is she still talking why does she work every day listen sister i don't want to i promise i wish i could just go lay in my bed and cry about all this or lay in my bed all day long and not work but mama gotta feed the people you know and at the end of the day like i'm not gonna i am an example and i know i have to be an example and i want to be a good example to other people but i am always i always try to be kind to other women always anyways how many of y'all were on this video when it started versus you just hopped on so post on here and tell me did you just hop on or did you were you on the video because i'll probably just delete the video when i'm done so hopefully somebody alerted i mean i'm sure she gets alerts i'm dying laughing preach it how do they still see what you're doing because they can just make a they can just make a fake page like anybody can just make a fake page and you can see anything it takes two seconds to make an account on instagram but facebook's a little harder but they come through and I would really like to believe that that 
She's not doing anything right now. I do genuinely think she does not want to cost her family any money. And I definitely know that she knows of all people that I will not let this go. Like I'm telling you, like pulled Pitbull will not let go of her bite. Like I'm not wrong. And there is one thing when I'm not wrong, I will not quit. Cause I'm not wrong. No. Add on the extra layer element that like I'm getting, I'm getting sued for something that I didn't do and that cheese did stuff horrible to me and is still talking about it every single day it doesn't hurt my feelings though honey now i'm just like of all the people in the world you want to talk about boring like i don't even blog i mean i have a blog it's been done since last july but i had so much anxiety about it all i never posted it i hope some hope she has a lesson from this I hope she knows hope one day she's like 38 and she realizes like that girl literally would move mountains for me because now i would not back then for sure like i was like so sad in the beginning like what is going on i don't understand but that's before mind you we went the whole week me and went the whole week of november 3rd thinking that we were victims like we went to the police station and thought we were victims like i'm not joking we made up a whole scenario how we were gonna lie and say her phone got broken because crystal tracks are on her phone and we were gonna say this is all true statements came out of her mouth and she told my attorney friend and she told the police that we were going to crack her phone and make it look like it was, or crack the marketing phone even more and make it look like it was broken so that she could turn off her location. I didn't get that information from nowhere. Where did that come from? What are they saying you did wrong? Oh, uh, well, the only named complaint in the public records of this lawsuit is that in 2020, I made a defamatory comment by saying that she was not a size 12, that she was a size 16. And I wasn't trying to be ugly. I was just telling people she's technically specced at a 16, not a 12. So if she let y'all know that the jeans didn't fit her, that's likely the cause. And that you don't have to size up two full sizes, which everybody thought you did. But also I wasn't being ugly. That was a true statement. And it took 11 to eight months to say something about it. She sure did let me pay, get her eyebrows microbladed for her and go places and do things and have dinners and trips and presents. God, I've never heard any of that stuff. And if one person, one person, and there is gonna be someone, and I may never know who it is, but it worked for me. If there is one person in the world who can say, I didn't listen to angry, ugly people online because told me it wasn't worth it, then I will have done my job. Then all of this business I created was worth it. Because at the end of the day, this is just stuff. And I can't imagine my legacy or my children ever hearing that I've done something that has been done to me. Like, I, that's just disgusting. Very, very disgusting. Like, I feel sorry for everyone's husband and boyfriend that's involved. Our old photographer, which I loved her. But honestly, like, you, if you know what's going on and your cheeks are red and I love you, sister. But remember, do not perjure yourself. I would not take this this far if I did not have proof. And I'll tell you right now, I almost thought about it yesterday. Like, I'm going to call Car and tell her, like, it is not worth perjuring yourself. So please remember that you cannot tell a lie on the stand. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. If they say, like, do you hate Jesus and you hate Jesus, like, you have to say that because you cannot lie under oath or you will get in trouble in civil suits especially that's what they're waiting for someone to lie and say something so there's a lot that the defendant said in that video but i would like to draw attention to the fact that on january the 14th she did do an entire live video and these were only these weren't even all the clips these were just the clips where she was talking about me and making defamatory statements. There was more to this video, but she did say on this video that I 
was suing her. Later, she would say, how would anybody know that? Because she's never told anyone about that. So first of all, she did admit in this video that she knows that the lawsuit is public record. Later, she would claim that things were on the troll blogs or hate blogs before they were public record, or she claimed she didn't know how people would know about this unless they were on the inside. But here she admits she knows that it's public record. She also falsely claims that I am only suing her because of the denim post. As I've previously discussed, that was just something that I had told the paralegal that never should have made it in the lawsuit. Now she's told her followers that I'm suing her over something frivolous, and she references her insurance company and that kind of thing. So now her followers not only think that I'm this horrible person and believe all of the accusations that she's made about me, now they think that I'm suing her in a frivolous manner. That's obviously not the case. Speaking of the denim post, she says that she knows now that me making that post was part of my plan as if I was trying to upset people about the denim. And that is clearly not the case. I was just telling people that followed my sizing, hey, this is what I've experienced. She also says in this video, I know you're recording and that's directed towards me. I was not the one recording that was being captured on my behalf. So she made a comment that she dropped her insurance invoice off to the police. One of her claims is that on GOMI, someone was saying and commenting about how much that she paid for her dad's insurance. I could not tell you that dollar amount. I saw some transactions with the insurance company, but I actually did not know that amount. And also those posts were never produced. So there was never a post where it says, okay, look, here is the amount that the defendant is paying on her father's insurance and then the invoice that she gave the police. So she would throw in little things that make it sound like she's telling the truth about something, but it doesn't really mean anything. She says again that she's not my first victim, as if I am a serial extortionist. She also admits in this live video that her attorney had told her not to say anything. So a few days earlier, actually, I think one day prior, my attorney had had a conversation with her attorney and said, can she not talk about this. And we did file an injunction and she laughed about all of that and made fun of it. So one of the other claims is that I called her followers fat. That is in direct reference to some posts on GOMI. The interesting thing, and later some people in the comments come in and start fat shaming me, but I am fat. Like I am literally fat. I've been fat my entire life. So I don't believe in making fun of people for being fat. I I don't think that that is fair. And so that's not something that I would ever do. I was made fun of as a child um, for being fat. I had this one bully who liked to call me a beached whale. I, I wouldn't say that. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, she did try to say that she had a search warrant when she was talking about the police. She did not have a search warrant. She never had a search warrant. There was never a search warrant that was executed in the investigation. So whenever she was saying that I was calling her followers fat, a few of her followers chimed in who have seen me before and made comments. One says, well, Crystal's not exactly a Victoria's Secret model, which, I mean, that is accurate information, but her saying all of this, it just shows how she incites the followers. And so then they start saying these horrible things about me. One other follower said, Crystal, the one that's on the far end of plus size is saying this. And so they're just believing what she says. And then they jump in, fat shaming me. She also references the coupon code felony again. This is another time that she's accusing me of committing crimes that I never committed. At one point, she looks at the screen and says, let's go. 
let's dance in a threatening way. She never threatened me physically as in, I'm going to come whoop your profanity or anything like that. But she would often make those little comments about let's go. And that was kind of threatening. And she would also say things about that I didn't have any friends and she could make that happen just kind of in a threatening way. So she mentions here that she had to sue her interior designer. She actually never filed a lawsuit to sue her interior designer, even though she claims that. However, later on in this process, that same interior designer contacted my attorney and said, my name is so-and-so. I worked with the defendant. She also did the same thing to me. She defamed me online. I'm not interested in joining the lawsuit, but I have files and footage if you need it to show a pattern. She also says that she can't wait to get in front of a judge and kind of threatens and says, screen record this, show it in court, show it to a judge. And later she would claim that her videos were taken out of context and that she was only being sassy in the videos because she was responding to years of online harassment and bullying. She also plays on people's emotions in this video saying that she was close to committing suicide. I don't know, and I would never speculate if that is true or not, but she talks about it several times. Once again, furthering the narrative that I was this horrible person to her and pushed her to the point to where she almost wanted to commit suicide. So at one point she talks about the fact that I had told her that she's not pretty and not relatable. How that conversation went was she was very focused on her home and the influencing piece of what she was doing in terms of listing items and having people swipe up. And at the time, I was more concerned with selling the inventory that we already had in the business because it needed to be sold. And there was a lot more sales potential with those tangible items. And so I went to have a conversation with her and I said to her, what she said was accurate. I said, your home is not your bread and butter. I, I appreciate that you, or I understand that you are very excited about it, but it's not bringing in the revenue that we could be bringing in if you spent as much time talking about inventory that we have already. And I had told her that potentially she was unrelatable because she had had some plastic surgery to where at the time she was thinner and she had had lip injections and she had had some other physical modifications. And so when girls or women started following her, she looked like kind of everybody else, but with her success, she had gotten this plastic surgery and no longer looked like that anymore. She, you know, was semi plus size when she started. I think she said she was a size 14, but at this point she's in like a five size five denim and things like that. And so I was trying to explain to her that we need to focus dance with the one that brought you, right? So you want to focus on that customer because that's what got you here. She also says in this video that she's pressing criminal charges, which is incorrect. There were never any charges filed. There was never any criminal activity that was found, but she would say this all the time to make people think that I had done these horrible things and that I was going to be in jail. She also talks about how she won't ever see a dime from the lawsuit, but she'll collect a judgment. And it's really unclear what she's talking about there. She never filed a counterclaim to sue me back. 
So there would not be any sort of money awarded in her favor. So that was a little bit confusing as well. She also claims that the media wanted to talk to her about all of this, but the police told her no. To my knowledge, none of that was true, and nor has any media contacted me in any way about any of this as of right now. She was talking about her witness list and claimed that her witness list was 406 people. That was that may have been an amount that she gave her attorney, but that is not what was turned over in the lawsuit. Also, at trial, no witnesses were called for her. There was no one in the courtroom that was there for her besides her attorneys. She also mentions in this video that she feels sorry for my attorney because it would be too hard to represent someone that you know is lying. I was not, in fact, lying. But she would say this and she would say she feels sorry for my mom and feel sorry for my husband and my kids. She would say all of these things, trying to bring all of these people into it and say how sorry she felt for them. She also says, go ahead and screen record this and show it to the judge. This video in particular, I don't think was shown at trial because there were so many um, that this one didn't, didn't make the, the top list. So she also claims that she and H went to the police department as victims. When H went to the police, she was told by her boss, meet me at the police station. H was very uneasy about the situation, which is why she brought her mom with her because she felt very uncomfortable. And the defendant will reference how she said all of this stuff in front of her mom. So at one point in the video, she talks about her best-selling item. It's called Boxed By and then her name. And so she's making this video once again around a time where she is needing to gain a lot of sales. And so she tells people like for a few minutes, she starts talking about that item. But the majority of this video is intended to make people feel sorry for her and all of the crazy stuff that she's going through, lying about me, and then, oh, by the way, you can buy this item. I think she said that the item was going to be for sale the next day or something like that. So anytime it was around the time for this item to go on sale, it went on sale once a month, that's when she would make big videos talking about all of this stuff. So she also said that H and I would keep people from her when in reality, because she was so paranoid about the trolls all the time, she even references in the video that there are people that were taken out of her private Facebook group because she thought they were a troll. She would pull back from people. She was constantly accusing people of being a troll. And then she would spin it later and say, oh, well, I only pulled back from you because Crystal and H told me that I had to. And that was not the case. She talked about an employee that we had tried to frame. The entire premise of this is the Christmas Village cord. There was a story that the defendant made showing this Christmas Village that was in the foyer of her home. And someone speculated on GoMe that there wouldn't be a cord or an outlet for her to plug it in. And so how was she going to run an extension cord? They were just speculating. Well, apparently the defendant had had that conversation with H and with this other employee. And so the fact that someone had speculated about it on GoMe, she took that to mean that it had to be either that employee that had said it or that H was feeding me the information. And so I said it when in reality, it was just a person who noticed that there's not an outlet in the middle of the foyer and was speculating on what she was going to do with the court. So standard process in a lawsuit, like I said earlier, is contacting the insurance companies involved because you may have coverage for even defamation in your insurance policy. 
So she claims here that she called her insurance company, told them about the lawsuit and instructed them not to pay the claim. In reality, there were never any insurance documents turned over and it was a constant source of conversation because it's very standard practice to submit your insurance policies if you get sued. And she refused to do that and then even went on video and said that she told her insurance company not to pay anything. So she also talks about how I hated her secretly, but I was nice to her. Once again, I was being a professional. Yes, through all of the red flags, it made me uncomfortable and it just started building and building and building. And they did reach a point to where I decided I am done with this. I don't want to be associated with this person. However, I still remained professional. I still remained respectful. And so she's trying to say that I was nice to her face, but was being ugly behind her back when in reality, I was just trying to maintain my professionalism. She also says that she knew that her attorney would be upset with her because she was saying all of this on social media and he had already called and asked her not to talk about this on social media. She also talks about how much she paid me and says that it was $55,000. That is incorrect. I was hired at $45,000. I was given a 10% raise and 10% of $45,000 is $4,500. So that does not equal $55,000. The defendant said multiple times that she texted me after I left, and that is a complete fabrication. There were no texts from her after I left. The last communication I had with her was the email that I sent with my resignation, the simultaneous email that I sent with the status of everything, and then I removed her from seeing my location. So in my text messages, it says that I stopped sharing my location with her. She never texted me. I even asked my husband the other day because she had his number and has this wild claim that my name is saved with his contact number in her phone. And so I thought maybe she texted my husband thinking it was me. He also has no text. So that's just a complete fabrication. She never texted me after I left. It never happened. She also talks about the injunction that we filed requesting that she stop talking and she makes fun of it and says that she's never going to shut up and talks about freedom of speech. Freedom of speech does not cover defamation. So that was one of the defenses that she tried to claim and it, freedom of speech does not cover defamation. A follower commented and talked about an orange jumpsuit. Again, her followers are thinking that I'm a criminal and that I'm gonna go to jail for all of this stuff. And then at some point she's talking about our photographer and how she told the photographer not to perjure herself and how the photographer had red cheeks and knew something was going on. What she's referencing there is the day that I quit. It wasn't anything nefarious. I was leaving. If the photographer had red cheeks, she was probably uncomfortable because I was leaving and I was quitting. I have no idea what else the defendant is talking about, but she says that she told this photographer not to perjure herself. There would be nothing for the photographer to perjure herself on. Also, the photographer was never called as a witness. And like the thing is with in any working environment, like not every situation is always going to work out. And in retail, it's definitely not going to work out for forever, but you should be able to work somewhere. And then if you don't like it, say, I don't like this. It's not for me. And you'll still be okay. But at the end of the day, like you, you should be able to still be friends with somebody and say, you know, this isn't a good fit for me. I just want to roll out and be okay with it. I mean, I would, I would just be like, sis, it ain't for me. So in this clip, she talks about how, if you don't like your job, you should just be able to quit. I could not agree more. I could not agree more. And that is exactly what I tried to do. And then she would not let that go. And that is why we are here. On January the 17th, she made a post across multiple forums. This is a libelous post. She made it on Facebook and Instagram, this written word. And it says, 
Also, this is from the business page. I am exhausted, but OMG, my people showed up. She's referencing, I guess she had a warehouse sale. We had four registers going and still a long line. I'm so thankful. I was nervous that with COVID, no one would come, but y'all showed up. I need to learn to never doubt my people, but the fear keeps me humble. Y'all are the best humans. And my team, I can't say a thank you enough for trusting me that my process will work and letting me show you. It is incredibly rewarding to show you something new and it all work out perfectly. It helps my confidence and yours. I know I've been through some profanity in the last few months, but if it weren't for you people in Jesus, I would not have made it. I'm so thankful for you women and my bad profanity bunch of dudes who helped out. And then she references her husband and says, you were a massive help this whole week. I'm super proud of you. Thank you for always being happy and positive and helpful. If you know anyone who needs clothing and is going through a rough time or any military personnel that are transitioning out of the military into civilian life, I'd love to give them a few bags at the warehouse for free. Locals only, please. I hope y'all have the best night. I'll be at home in my comfy new sweats. I'll sneak peek them on my stories, entering the new products we made room for today. Y'all rock. And then a follower comments and says, your people are no longer feeling that negative pressure behind the scenes. So now you all can thrive together. I see a better year for you guys. You've got this girl. And then another follower says, and guess what? You did it without those demons. I am so proud of you. The defendant replies and says, baby steps. I'm not going to lie. It was scary at first, but then I knew what I was doing and it all worked out and no one was stressed out. I know they probably thought it was going to be crazy and they followed the process and it all worked and it was super organized, but it was nice to see a staff of people that actually did what I asked and didn't hide anything or lie. Then on also January the 17th, she made two libelous Instagram stories with words on the screen. This was the assumption game. So she was playing the assumption game on her Instagram and then followers would comment some things that they assume. So this follower says that they assume the defendant doesn't want or need any more friends because of H and C, although we would be BFFs in real life. So she's, she's refer referencing herself. And the defendant says, some days I think to myself, you really aren't scared to trust people again? And the answer is no, because so many people have stepped up and been so supportive and come forward with their statements and stories about everything, some of it being the same story. So more than anything, I'm overwhelmed with gratitude, and it definitely helps restore my faith in humanity. But also, it's absolutely disgusting that I'm still living this nightmare every day. I know the end is near. Justice will prevail. The truth never changes. And really, my dad and his quality of life and rescuing my business they tried to destroy is what I'm focusing on. I'll just let them talk to themselves. Pathetic, lonely people. The next libelous story is from that same assumption game. And the person says, I assume you put your family first no matter what. So then she shares a picture of her son and says, I didn't prep him, but they're first. They should be always. And sometimes I fail, but that's something I'm working on daily. I do make it a priority to be with my guys a lot, which is why you don't see me on here as often. Plus, the less I'm here, the less my stalkers have to talk about. The next post that the defendant made on January 19th is just a little bit ominous. She says, destroying evidence is a crime and everything is recoverable. That's all. So her followers know now what she's talking about, but she's implying that someone has destroyed evidence. The ironic thing is, in all of this, the defendant had actually deleted or archived some posts and comments that she had made that were defamatory. And when you are in an active lawsuit, that is called foilation. If you're in a defamation lawsuit and you hide a statement that you made, it's an implied admission of guilt. 
So she's here accusing other people, unclear who, of destroying evidence when in reality, that's what she had done. This would become a pattern. Also on January the 19th of 2021, she commented on one of the brand stylist Instagram posts about courage. And the defendant says, courage is not going to her house and punching her in the face. Thank you for the reminder. After the defendant had made the post about destroying evidence and the Instagram comment, her attorney files a motion to dismiss the lawsuit. And the reason is because the first paragraph of the lawsuit about the denim that never should have been in the lawsuit was more than 90 days prior to the lawsuit being filed. And we never sent a retraction letter for that, obviously, that you're required to send within 90 days of the defamatory statement. So the motion to dismiss was based on that. And the motion for dismiss said that we didn't provide specific details of her defamatory statements. For example, this statement was made on this day on this social media platform, and this is why it was defamatory. So we had to make some modifications, not only to the lawsuit that was filed, it's called a petition, we would amend our petition, but we also had to make some changes to the retraction letters to include more information. The motion to dismiss was filed by the defense on January 19th of 2021. On January 21st, of 2021, the defendant filed a motion to declare plaintiff Crystal Wrighton's request for retraction insufficient. So again, they're saying that not enough details were provided in the retraction letter and that we needed to include more information when it was made, the platform that it was made on, what the statement was, and why it was defamatory. These were later dismissed because we just amended the retraction letter and amended the petition. On January 27th of 2021, my attorneys filed an amended petition that removed the information about the denim post and also included more details about the defamatory post. So that happened on January the 27th. This amended petition caused those motions, the motion to dismiss and the motion to declare my request for retraction insufficient. There was never a hearing on those because we made the necessary correction. So those motions went away. So the next slanderous video was on January the 30th and she was in an Instagram live and in this video she mentions the FBI furthering the narrative that I had committed crimes and furthering the narrative that she was in an active FBI investigation. Uh shared on Facebook. Oh it said Facebook exclamation point. I thought it said FBI and I'm like hi friends how are you doing? <laughs> well fancy to see you here. <laughs> So the slanderous comment made in that video was during a live sale, not just a live video. So once again, furthering this narrative during a sale. Also on January 30th of 2021, the defendant made a Facebook post where she references one of her live videos where she had made slanderous claims and says, that video had 59,000 views by the time I was finished. I missed y'all so much. She knows that a live video that she made that had slanderous statements in it, she's excited that 59,000 people so far have seen it. The next libelous post was also on January the 30th. It was an Instagram story and the words on the screen say, I made this for my friend who has been a huge mental help since dealing with the crazies. The next day she makes another libelous Instagram story post. The words on the screen for that one say, I do this so I don't go bananas from the stalkers. Instead, I stay offline, ignore them, and those losers have nothing to talk about. Also, shame on y'all both. Disgusting humans. 
seriously grosses me and all my friends out so much. Ew. But I'll dance the dance with you. And then two emojis of money bags. All the money I make from selling my craft goes towards the attorneys I have to pay to seek justice and to make sure you never do this to someone again since it appears to be a trend. So gross. Once again, featuring a product that's for sale, saying that all of the sales from that are going to go to fight back, and once again implying that I'm a serial extortionist because I had filed a lawsuit with my prior business partner over a breach of contract. Like, I'm a 26 right now, but I'm probably the skinniest I've been since I had my kid right now. And I will not be the skinny forever. As soon as some people get in trouble. Go ahead, send me a letter for that too. So in this video, she is once again making fun of the retraction letters and talks about as soon as some people get in trouble, seemingly that's myself and H and referencing the authorities and then says, go ahead, send me a letter for that too. Text messages are like the last thing I look at every day now. Probably because nobody has my phone number anymore and I, <laughs> but I had to change my phone number, you know, y'all know. And so, um, I yeah, have a new phone number now. They know. Oh my God. I ran into somebody at the store at Home Goods, and she was like telling me what was happening to me, you know, and she was like, I can't believe they did this, blah, blah, blah. It's disgusting, this and that. And I didn't even know her. And it was so weird because she knew like all the details, but then also it's so comforting because you don't have to explain anything. Like they just know, you know, it's so nice. So in this video, she talks about how she had to get a new phone number. This is implying the hacking and the iCloud situation. But the most disturbing is she said she was at HomeGoods and someone came up to her in HomeGoods and was hugging her and telling her they were so sorry about all of the crazy stuff that she is going through. Mind you, we live in the same community and things like that were what made me not want to go out in public because I was terrified because she would make these comments and say everybody knows and then she would reference this person who came up to her in home goods that knew all of this story and believed all of these crazy things about me that were wild defamatory accusations and she's excited because people are coming up to her in public now in real life talking to her about this but we're kind of changing up the story Instagram anyways we've had a lot of problems with hmm, what's the best way to put it with someone trying to like sabotage that account and to remove followers. So we are trying to change things up a little bit. And that was because I'm hoping that whatever's allowing them to get in there and do the things they're doing, uh, that would stop that. But I guess they could do it to anything if they just put another name in there, I don't know. I refuse to get on medicine, but my doctor said either I have to go back to work or I have to get on medicine because she said I cry all the time. <sighs> I'm not supposed to say that out loud either. Cause then she said other people get joy out of that, that I'm sad which I think is really gross. My best friends take medicine, but I feel like I would be such a failure if I had to. And I don't mean that anybody else is. I mean that I feel like I couldn't control it on my own. But like she said, like the stuff I'm going through right now, it's not even like paranoia. It's like what you're paranoid about that is actually happening. So like people get paranoid about things happening, except for I'm actually living that and walking through it every day. So she was like, that's, you know, you have a lot of anxiety because of the season of your life that you're in. You don't, I just don't get it. Like, I don't find any joy out of being mean to people. I genuinely do not. I don't get it. Mm. Especially for people that I was so nice to. I don't get it. <laughs> Why are you crazy? But then I really think like, you know, I've always told y'all like before that website, I never even had anxiety. I literally didn't. I used to think that people needed to have a roast of me. <laughs> do not ask for that. We have a new staff now, as you know. So I know I'm gonna get there. It's just the whys and the how is this happening or how did I let that happen or how, oh my God. It's like every day you wake up and it's like a freaking landmine in your face. You're just like, how do you, like, oh God, I don't know. I'll never ever, I never wanna hire anyone again ever.
the worst. A lot of our phones are logged into email addresses that we cannot get into. So until I have an extra 18 hours to go sit at Apple with seven iPads and five phones. Oh, somebody said evil never sleeps. Oh, let them drown in it, not you. If you share your pain with somebody and then they use that against you, that's like the worst type. But also I think like I was naive for sure, which is weird because I think I'm so tough, but I was definitely naive to think that, oh, it's just gross. How do you look at someone's face and say like, I'll never do that. And like, you've been doing it for years. Oh my God, you are that. Oh, I just cannot talk about clothes anymore. And it's so weird sometimes to talk about clothes. Like that is the last thing I'm thinking of, but I am at a point in my life right now with stuff that is going on where I have to, like I do not have a choice. I wish I did. Everybody I know wishes I did, but I just cannot not because I have to fight evil. I'm trying to remain positive. I am. And I really am because I'm going to win number one, but number two, like it's just, it sucks to have to go through this, you know? And it sucks because you're like fighting against something that you cared about so much, you know, or someone. It's just, I don't know. It's just disgusting. It makes you feel gross. And then I have to get rid of the feeling of like, but why did you do this to begin with? You know? So in this video from February the 4th of 2021, she is talking about changing the name of her business Instagram handle because she's claiming that people are still going in and removing followers. She also implies at some point that she had been talking to Instagram about that and that it was incorrect. That was completely false. In her sworn deposition, she admitted that. I don't know what was going on with her followers, if people were just unfollowing and she just couldn't come to terms with that. But this is a narrative that she would carry on for the entirety of the lawsuit. On February the 7th, the defendant changed her Instagram profile to include the word survivor in the bio. Once again, trying to further the narrative that, you know, horrible things had happened to her, but she's surviving them and she's trying to be an inspiration to others. On February the 4th of 2021, the revised retraction letter with the changes that the a defense attorney had detailed out in his motion to declare my retractions insufficient. All of those changes were made and the revised retraction letter was sent out on February the 4th. Also around that time, my attorneys reached out to Alice Wright, the owner of GOMI, to try and talk to her and try to convince her, please go and look in the account records. Tell us if you have Crystal Wrighton as any of the accounts. I was wanting to hand over my IP addresses for every single device that I owned and have Alice cross-check it. That phone call was never returned, but it was around the same time that we were trying to do that as well. On February the 10th, the motion to dismiss was canceled because by this time we had filed an amended petition that removed the March denim post. We had also sent the revised retraction letters. So any complaints that the defense counsel had about those documents were remedied and therefore the motion to dismiss was canceled. So on February the 7th, this is after the revised retraction letter, around the same time where they're going to be making the decision to cancel the motion to dismiss, the defendant starts making slanderous and libelous posts again. This one is an Instagram story on February the 7th of 2021. So this Instagram is libelous as it is just the written words. And it says, if you hire someone else to run your company and they try to destroy it, you end up with more than you need and stuff you didn't buy. See the next slide. This is a picture of a plethora of Z racks. Z racks are clothing racks that the bottom looks like a Z and there are wheels and they can nest together. The funny thing is on June 18th of 2020, 
I have text messages with another employee and we are trying to clean up and organize the warehouse. We are trying to sell things that we don't need and get rid of things. And I would have to ask the defendant, hey, can we get rid of this? It's not something that we need. And we were going back and forth in these text messages about how many Z-Racks we had and how we did not need them and how they were taking up space and that we needed to get rid of them. And the texts say, and what are we going to do with 67 racks? This is the employee to me. And I said, we have to sell some. It's ridiculous. She says, she sends me a screenshot of Uline, the price page for a Z-Rack to basically show me how much one Z-Rack costs. And so then I do a quick calculation and I say, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. We have over $5,000 in empty Z-Racks that we don't need. So I had already brought this to the defendant's attention. And then now she's making a story implying that we, me, I guess, or H and I had bought all these Z-Rex that we didn't need, which is not true. sort of funny happened on February the 11th of 2021. The defendant was making an Instagram story. She was driving. She was filming while driving and she passes a black van. I drive a black Toyota Sienna. And so she makes a comment about this black van. I've ever always got to walk when a black van drives by. So in this post, she says, I have to always watch when a black van drives by. She's talking about me. However, because she said it so quickly, a lot of her followers thought that she said black man and assumed that she was being racist. Some also speculated that even if it was a comment about a black man, that she still would be talking about me because my husband is black. And so there was some backlash about that. And then the following day, she makes a response video to everyone thinking that she was making a racist comment. A black man drive, walking on the freeway. Okay, listen, the amount of ignorant people in my DMs who called me racist for saying that I had to watch when a black van drives by. First of all, y'all are dumb. Second of all, don't come. It's too early for that bullshit. I got my Chick-fil-A today. I'm not ready for that, first of all. Second of all, the idea that y'all just want to hop in someone's DMs and say something rude. After y'all, like, talk about Jesus and all the messages above you, shut up, please. Like, I was on a freeway. I said, you gotta, I have to pay attention to a black van. Why? Because who drives a black van? Someone who's driving me crazy in real life. Obviously, I've been talking about it for six months. So in this video, she's clarifying that she said black van, and then she proceeded to make slanderous claims that the person who has been stalking her drives a black van. And she also admits something in here and says, I've been talking about this for six months. So later, whenever she starts making claims that she hadn't told anybody about this, so how would people know? She's admitting right there that she knows that she has been talking about it for the past six months. The next defamatory post is an Instagram story on February the 18th of 2021. Contrary to what Crystal likes to tell on the troll blogs, Crystal is not my paycheck to paycheck friend. Also, why is she talking shit about people being paycheck to paycheck and got a job? So not only in this video did she once again allege that I was writing about her on hate blogs, but she also says that I don't have a job. How would she know that? How would she know? So she would later claim that she had nothing to do with me not getting the job that I was in interviews with right before all of this happened. But she makes several references to that I don't have a job, which I just find interesting because why even point that out? The next post with defamatory statements was made on February the 22nd of 2021. This 
post was made across multiple platforms on Facebook and Instagram. This is a libelous post as it is the written word. And it says, it is a picture of her and her husband. And it says, this guy, Lord, y'all, we've been through it, especially in the last year. The literal worst of times and a sprinkling of the best of times. Times when he didn't believe me that someone was literally spying on us in our own home to times where God showed him exact proof. And then we had to claw our way back from that me feeling like I could trust him to protect us again, and him understanding the depths of betrayal we are currently walking through. It's easy to see the pretty filters and highlights of life's perfect moments, but to walk through the trenches of despair with someone is a completely different animal. Life is actually getting better, an inch, no, a millimeter at a time. We take five steps forward some days and 17 steps back, but we are learning to navigate this together, more equally than ever before. I credit it to our faith, our church, and our therapist. We would have never found her without one of the defendant's friends. And one day, my dear friend, the one who made the post about the fallen angel and the malignant devil, told me, maybe this other friend gave you that therapist as a gift. And I never looked at life the same again. Maybe all of this was orchestrated for some crazy reason that's yet to be revealed. I'm not even to the point of figuring out why right now. I'm just trying to put one foot in front of the other. To slow down and spend time with my friends off social media, with my dad as it becomes harder for him to talk and be up and around, and with my boys as they navigate these days where we don't really know what to feel. They just know mom says keep swimming. It will get better. And it will. We will focus on the good, not the bad. The good humans, not those couple of hateful hearts not this wild political climate, focusing on us and what kind of love we give and will continue to give. Our story is not over. This is the beginning of a long book of faith, grace, and mercy, and we are the authors. Some days we want to put down the pen and other days we want to shout from the rooftops. You got this, friends. And we made a promise to each other that we would ride this out, support each other, and be a team. We didn't figure that out without support from our same people I mentioned earlier, our friends, our family, our faith, and the gift of counsel. In the comments of this post, a follower says, wow, how scary. Someone was spying on you. That has to be incredibly hard. I would also feel so violated and so uneasy now. Prayers. Someone else comments, wait, I'm new here. I got to know the deets. Someone was spying on y'all? Was it an old GF of his? And then someone else responds, two former employees. So her followers know the narrative. And then that person responded, wow, jealous is an ugly color. And then the defendant responds and says, definitely not an issue with any ex on either side. We've been together for almost 15 years. I had to stop and think who his ex was. So again, she's furthering the narrative that I was spying on her. And that's how some of these details made it to this hate blog. On February the 23rd, we got an email from who would later be H's attorney. He emailed that day and said that he had been retained to represent H and that she would be filing as an intervening plaintiff in the lawsuit. I will go more into that later, but we got that notification on February the 23rd of 2021. The very next day, the defendant made the following Instagram stories about H. I'm assuming or speculating that her attorney may have gotten some similar correspondence at that time or possibly a cease and desist letter, something at that time because of the stories that she made the very next day. The lesson that, or like the thing, I guess, not even a lesson that people like take away from all this is like how when, when it all comes out, all the things, like just remember exactly the kind of person that I stayed. And my biggest question, it ain't even for one, it's just the other, like, do you feel bad, you know? Like, did any part of you, like, like, do you sit at home and think, like, man, I suck for doing this? Like, do you not think that one day it's not going to... I'm only 38. I have, like, 
years and years and years left. And do not think like one day it's not all going to come out in the wash. Like everything comes out eventually. And I think that's why I live my life the way I do. Like I just admit all the ways I have to screw up because I don't care. Cause like it is what it is. I just think like this is such on a totally different level of like unbelievable. Like do not feel bad at all. And more than anything like when it does because it will. Hundred per I have no doubt in my brain. Oh gosh. Because listen, if one thing I know about myself is that I ain't no quitter, I've quit a lot of things over the last 18 months. But sister, this is not it. And I just think like when you you tell your parents or your boyfriend, like or your boyfriend's family, like, don't it feel gross to know that like, you had to keep lying every day? Like, so I'm just like, how long do you think it's gonna last? Like when you Kroger, do you think like what happens if I run into her? Or like do you think like what happens when his family finds out? or my parents, I mean you, not me. And I guess the part that still definitely still gets me in my gut is just, what did you gain? Because I know I will be stronger because of this. I will never forget the depths of the disgusting that it feels ever. There's no one thing in the world that I think that could ever top this betrayal. I mean, I, I literally think my husband could literally cheat on me and it couldn't be this bad, honest to God. And I hate to say it like that, but that's just... God's honest truth, because, like, the, I just, oh, man, this is just unbelievable. But I just do wonder, like, what good came of this? Like, isn't it weird now, the life you have to live? Because you just keep lying so much. I often think to myself, like, if I sat across you in a room, like, what I feel like I, it's so sick, too, I'm about to say this. Like, some days I'm like, what I feel like I missed you, or what I just want to know, was it worth it? Like, was it? The anguish that I know you're going through in your head because you got yourself all wrapped up and can't get out. But everybody knows. Everybody. God, everybody. And it's so crazy when everybody has the same response. Like, we could have told you. But, like, I believed something so different. Like, I just believed what makes people do stuff like this. Like, you hear about it on TV. You see it, like, on the news. I don't even know if you see it on the news, honestly. There's literally no amount of money in the world that your or your loyalty or your word is worth jeopardizing. Like, at the end of the day... Jesus sees what you do. And even if you're not a perfect person at all, like you have to be held accountable by someone. Like to feel horrible to like look in your family's face and lie to them. Like I just cannot imagine. I have a son and I cannot imagine. I just cannot. I was at Kroger earlier and I was just like, God, so weird. Like so close. I always look around, not scared, but like thinking like, what do you say? What do you do? You know, like you could have chosen totally. And for no reason, like no instigation, no, no problem, no issue, no nothing. And it would be almost unbelievable if I didn't live it. It's like the most disgusting thing to like have to like match up like things that were said with like real life events. Got the rest of my life to figure it out, I guess. You got the rest of your life to keep hiding it. This massive, huge, life-changing, unexpected, out of nowhere, unwarranted, unbelievable, unfathomable absolutely gut-wrenching situation will not change my belief in people. I know you can be extremely good to people and they can still do ugly things, but it will not ever make me withdraw one opportunity to someone new. It just won't. Next time on False and Defamatory. Here's the deal. Since I'm already being sued for telling y'all everything anyways, why not? Send me another letter, please, I say the word.
you can't say anything on or you can you can definitely still say it if you want to i just have other things to focus on besides stalkers there you go send the letter like i i'm not worried about nothing i ain't got nothing to lose nothing to worry about so i'm totally fine Man, I feel like the luckiest girl in the world. I know it sounds so crazy, but I literally have this phone full of people. Every vendor, every bank, every attorney, therapist, person I have met along this way says the same thing. This is like a freaking movie. So she's not just saying this to her phone, her friends and her phone. She is also saying it to anybody who will listen. But what I won't do is be ugly about it at all. Like I'm, that is not my personality type. I have never been that type of girl in my entire life. I will never be that type of girl who hates other people or like hates on them or anything like that. That's the entire reason why we're here. She created a false narrative about me and defamed me online for two years, which is the very definition. She didn't even say anything. She didn't say my name. She didn't say H's name. She didn't say stalker. She didn't say anything. All she said was, don't get it twisted, devil. There's nothing I love more than a challenge. And her followers knew exactly what she was saying. They know exactly what she's saying without her really saying much. So her customers sharing all of these things is just furthering the defamation and increasing the reach of people who will see and hear it. Nothing on the internet is private. I went on my Facebook page and I unprivated all the stuff that I'd privated for so long. Cause why? It's all true. I didn't lie. Whether I use your first name, your last name, a pseudonym, any of those things that don't change the person that it is. I just wanted criminal charges to be filed because to me, this is a crime. Cyberstalking, bullying, all those things. This is not okay that you can do this. But in fact, she has no proof. She never had any proof. She never will have any proof because these are fabricated lies. At the end of the day, this is not okay. It's not okay for women to do this to other women. Do you love Jesus? Does he know what you do? The truth will all be out soon. You'll see. The False and Defamatory podcast is hosted, edited, and produced by me, Crystal Wrighton, with music by Harry B. Ragsdale, who also serves as my audio engineer. First and foremost, I would like to thank my guests who generously shared their time and insight with us. I would also like to thank my husband, my mom, my children, my therapist, my attorneys, and trusted friends who walked with me through this process and made this podcast possible. Being able to finally speak the truth is incredibly healing, and I appreciate you listening more than I could accurately express. If you would like to continue receiving my latest episodes and stay up to date with my content, please subscribe to the False and Defamatory podcast on your preferred podcast platform and follow False and Defamatory on social media with the handle at False and Defamatory. Links to False and Defamatory social media as well as my blog can be found in the episode notes and on falseanddefamatory.com. Listening to the False and Defamatory podcast is free on most platforms. However, if you prefer a video podcast or would like to see the documents discussed in the podcast shown on screen, you can subscribe to my Patreon, where you will enjoy these benefits as well as early access, bonus content, and ad-free listening. The defendant spread her false and defamatory claims to hundreds of thousands of followers for more than two years. My goal is to share the truth so it can reach each person who heard her lies. By sharing this podcast, you can help me achieve that goal. Your support means everything to me and helps me reach a wider audience. So please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with those you think would benefit from it. Thank you again for sharing and for listening.
All social media posts referenced in this podcast were included in the evidence in case number 096-321-67820 in the 96th District Court of Tarrant County, Texas, where the jury unanimously ruled in my favor on August 24, 2022. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the False and Defamatory podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by the guests are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the view of the False and Defamatory podcast or Crystal Wrighton. Please do not make any attempts to reach out to the defendant or her followers. Names have been redacted to protect the privacy of the defendant and her army of followers who commented on her public posts. The unanimous jury verdict has not only provided me with justice, but also allows me to share my story. The purpose of this podcast is to share the truth and to provide educational content regarding defamation and social media. If you have any questions about this or to view the documents discussed in this episode, please visit falseanddefamatory.com.